I keep coming across the idea of the middle path in Eastern philosophy. Is this something you'd recommend as a therapeutic approach? So the idea of a middle path is to suggest that balance essentially is a good idea, that rather than going to one extreme over here and the other extreme over there, that finding some sort of a path in the middle can hopefully uh, integrate the different needs or the different drives we have or the different priorities that we might have in our life in, in a fairly useful way. So at its core, yes, I think is the quick answer. This is a good idea. It certainly is to want balance and integration is useful. I think there's probably a distinction that we can make here that particularly in a therapeutic context can make that idea particularly useful or particularly practical. Because what you could do is you could misuse the idea of a middle path and uh, you could formulate it and construct it in a way that isn't actually that helpful uh, or may actually lead you very much astray, in fact. It could really backfire. So let's say you, for whatever reason, are a thief and you're about to rob somebody. And you go, okay, so should I just mug the person and take everything they have in their person? Or... The other extreme, should I rob their entire home and take everything that they and their family have in the home? Then you stop and you think, okay, let me take the middle path perhaps. Let me just choose a room and ransack that room and just take all of those items. So you can probably see the problem there with the way that's been formulated. A middle path is not maybe best constructed as just a center point between two arbitrary points that you've chosen, you know, because you haven't really found balance there. You've just found a kind of fairly random center point between two positions, which may themselves have been just different forms of extreme to begin with. And that's where I think the real caution is needed with an idea like a middle path, because a middle path may be a good idea, but it assumes that we've formulated or set up the poles appropriately to begin with, that there may be of equal value and that we actually do want to find some sort of a path in the middle. So that's, that's I think, the caution. And that can go wrong. You know, we do have to be careful with that. So if we're not looking for things like the robbery example, different extremes, how do we find our poles then, I suppose, is, is the question. And if, if you think about the, the yin-yang symbol, uh, which is one of the ways that this idea of balancing poles is often depicted, the yin and yang symbol, you've got the black and the white, but you've got the little dot of black and the white and the little dot of white and the black. And the idea being there that actually these aren't separable things in a sense. They're, they're, they're two aspects uh, of a system that are deeply interconnected with each other. So it's not really one versus the other. It's, it's kind of like up and down, left and right. You know, these things just go together as pairs, essentially. There's a complementary relationship between them rather than two things that need to be adversarially opposed necessarily. Now, sometimes that can happen, but it, it, it hopefully doesn't happen and it certainly doesn't need to happen. You can think about this, uh, another piece of vocabulary is a, a dialogical approach to this so that rather than one needing to win over the other, they're kind of in dialogue. There's a kind of a dance between each of them and they actually energize and empower each other in, in some shape or form. So my go-to example often for this is the accelerator and the brake in a vehicle. 
So we can see there in that example that it certainly is possible to make them compete with each other. You can have the, the handbrake on or the foot brake down while you're accelerating and there can be a kind of a, a push-pull going on, a waste of resources within the system. But certainly your aim there is not to then just get rid of one or the other. Your Your aim is to just use them as and when they're appropriate essentially and we'd appreciate that accelerating and braking can help the process of driving. Uh, it's not a question of one winning out over the other. They're both essentially positive things, but they're needed at different points. So that's, I think, the way we want to start thinking about what the poles are. Because you know, if we need a middle path, if we're trying to find a middle path, that presupposes we've got those poles to begin with to find a middle path between. So where we want to look towards, I think, a bit more are things like core needs, kind of fundamental principles rather than just arbitrary uh, topics that come up, like the robbery example. That That's clearly highly unbalanced to begin with. You know, where maybe if we were using that example, we'd want to think of the extreme of robbery in one, and then the, the other extreme might be actually just giving everything that we have away. And we might say, well, is there a space in the middle where I'm not giving away everything, which is maybe not meeting my basic needs? And if my basic needs were met, I could actually help more people and maybe contribute more to the world than giving my possessions away. So it's not necessarily that simple, even if we just care about others. Uh, and then the other extreme is to take things that aren't ours in the spectrum, not so helpful. So the middle path there would be something in the middle of saying, okay, well, how can I maybe have what I have, but use it really well? You know, you could actually give things away and do less good in the world than if you have the things you have, but you really use them in a very caring way as tools to support other people. So, you know, we can, we can see that it might make more sense than as a middle path. And like the accelerator and the brake example, the, the middle path may vary a little bit where it is. It, it, it's more of a, a useful principle, I suppose, to guide us because you may need to sometimes push a little bit to one direction, push a little bit to the other. But it's more like the idea of a pendulum, which kind of swings from side to side, but then kind of slowly stops and finds its balance. It's the idea of having that idea of a balance that you're almost magnetically pulled to, which I think can be fairly useful. One of the classic examples, and it comes up a huge amount therapeutically as, as a set of two poles, is the competition between safety on one hand and freedom on the other. So moving towards things and drawing back away from things are just such core fundamental aspects of being any living creature, you know, not even just humans. It's, it's a kind of a universal principle, progress and retreat. And that's one of the things we got to get good at doing is knowing when to do each. It's not necessarily obvious and certainly as kids, we don't often get that right. We'll push towards things that maybe are dangerous for us or then we'll pull back from opportunities and it's a kind of a synchronization question rather like learning to drive or learning to walk or learning to cycle, knowing when to do which. So that's a good example of core poles because we can see that fundamental principles like freedom and safety. Yeah, they're not going to go anywhere, really. They're always going to be issues. So hopefully in a day-to-day -day sense, rather than just taking an arbitrary middle path between things that aren't really well-adjusted, they're not really poles to begin with, maybe what we can do is we can say, well, yeah, what are my core needs here? We can find balances between things like connecting with other people and our own space, things like freedom 
and safety. And if we're looking at those core needs, then hopefully we're able to make a very well-informed decision as to what the middle path is because it's a middle path that, like the yin and yang symbol, is kind of taking the best of both and it's it's synthesizing them together in some way. There's an appropriate relationship, so you're meeting those needs as best you can. Now, it may involve, you know, like walking. You know, you're 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 walking a little bit on the left foot, a little bit on the right foot, and and that way you're moving back and forward. So you're kind of dancing around center. You're never really centered. You're always going to moving a little off center, but that idea of the middle path that you're coming back to is rather useful. So something like that as an approach. If you found this valuable, do like, subscribe, and share. And what's your experience? Do you have any questions or topic suggestions? You can contribute in the comments, on social media using hashtag BodyMindSelf, or on JFL.com.